Welcome to Cringe and Crumble, the podcast where we dive into real-life experiences and raw, unfiltered conversations about life, dating, and relationships. Join us as we share our own stories with those of our guests that will inspire you to connect with others in a new light. Whether it's overcoming heartbreak, navigating the dating world, or finding new ways to live in your truth, we've got you covered. So buckle up and let's get ready to cringe and crumble. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I literally just had to laugh. You know, <laughs> since we almost, you know, we almost killed ourselves. Um, we actually almost burst our eardrums. Yeah, uh, with the volume of our <laughs> intro that we did so well. Well, uh, it definitely woke us up from a long week already. It, it really did, and <laughs> <laughs> and I think we needed that. So that's actually really great. Yeah. <laughs> and I also want to put full disclosure because I know I probably sound stuffy, but it's just the residuals of a cold that I had. So that's why we've been late. You on sound. Our Fine, you sound great, girl. So if I like, you know, do that nasty sniffling sound, that everyone's like, ew. Um, mm-hmm. It's just because, you know, I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm well. I'm not sick, but yeah. it's neither here nor there. But anyway, how are you, Vanessa? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm already ready for the weekend. <laughs> it's only Tuesday. I'm already ready for the weekend. It's been a, a long week already, but I'm good. I'm, I'd rather be here than anywhere. Than anywhere else. I know that's so. the crazy thing. Like I'm, I'm with you. Like I'm exhausted, but I think like this just makes life a lot easier yeah. because I enjoy doing this, and it's not like my real job where I'm just like I really have to mentally stimulate myself. I'm not saying that this is not mentally stimulating, but this is just more so like amazing conversation that we get to have with each other. Yeah, every week. So definitely. I truly appreciate that. So yeah, and so that's how I felt for the week. But <laughs> let's jump into this episode. <laughs> so. Yes. The title of this episode is called The Emotional Con Artist. I love this title. Yes. I uh, love it. You were the genius that came up with this lovely title mm. after that lovely story I told you yeah. about that situation, which we will dive into later on. Mm. Um, but, okay, so to kind of set the stage, uh, so basically what's an emotional con artist? So let's just define what's narcissism. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the Oxford English Dictionary as always. <laughs> um, so it says that narcissism is a self-centered personality style characterized by a grandiose sense of self-importance, um, a lack of empathy for others, and a constant need for admiration. So what is your definition of narcissism now that you hear that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just someone who is self-entitled. Um, they don't have um, nothing else matters to this person except for what matters to them. Everything in this, you know, in their in their view is either affecting them or affecting them or, you know, and um, I, it's someone that doesn't have the capacity to put themselves in other people's shoes without thinking with, without thinking of themselves to begin with. And yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I My definition is the same as yours. A narcissist just lacks empathy. Basically, they take advantage of others mm-hmm. and and for personal gain, but they also, I like to think that they demean and verbally abuse and manipulate others. Right. So it, it's, it's something that's, it's a conversation that we have to have and because I think we've all probably been with a narcissist. 
mm-hmm. a relationship or if it's even like a romantic relationship or a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like, how do you actually look for those different traits um, of that individual, right? Like, right. like what are those warning signs to let you know that this person may have a bit of an issue um, right. that's not in your favor, right? Um, so it, it's interesting because I actually wrote down like what, what some of the narcissist tendencies. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the big ones is that they're entitled and they're usually very egotistical. You right. know, they mm-hmm. are the person that's like in the room. They have the big voice. They need to be the center of attention. And I've dated someone just like that. But then also they can have a bit of insecurity at the same time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think uh, narcissism, the, 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 the biggest culprit of becoming a nar- narcissist is insecurity. And, you know, you, you ask any psychologist, psychiatrist, therapist, whoever is in, you know, who's whoever's studied narcissism has always mentioned mm-hmm. that's always stemming from some sort of insecurity and, um, you know. But they also don't want you to know those insecurities, right? right. It's not something that they would actually showcase. It's right. more like to hide those insecurities, they make themselves bolster them you know their their ego and their style their their whole being right they create this this other fantasy world basically right right and you know they typically characterize it as a personality disorder personality disorder um which i you know i think it's to some degree it is a personality disorder However, I would not want the narcissist to know that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to characterize. I don't want them to use it as an excuse. Well, yeah. Then also, that's very I, I think it, it, well, I think we all know that if you do, um, any psychologist would tell you that there is a narcissist disorder, right? But then mm-hmm. also I think there's a just people who are just genuine, just narcissists. Like they are not, they don't have a disorder. They're not so far on that spectrum that it's like, you have been subscribed mm-hmm. to this disorder, but it's more so they have probably grown up in a household where they have lacked, you know, their parenting mm-hmm. style was very different and they didn't understand what it meant to empathize with other others or mm-hmm. to um, to be able to communicate in a different way. And so mm-hmm. that kind of gave them their narcissist, but they're, they're not like, it's, it's not a disorder. It became end. like a learned behavior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. it's one of those things, you know, it's, and it's like those social cues, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and so that's a, a good example. So people can't be like, well, I have a disorder. No, you just a straight up narcissist. Okay. Yeah. Like, like don't, yeah. Don't use it as a cop out. No. You know? Yeah. yeah. And you know, but go, go define it yourself and go figure it out or go see a therapist or someone so you can actually. I, well, the thing is, I don't think narcissists would ever, a true narcissist wouldn't do that. I feel, I feel like I actually, I believe, truly believe that narcissists don't ever claim to be narcissists. They don't believe it. They feel that they're entitled and they're, they're right. And Mm. it's you that's doing this to them and creating this, they're, you know, is making them do the actions that they're doing. It's because of you. Yes. And they'll never go to therapy for narcissism because they're not a narcissist, (laughs) apparently. No. Even if, even if you got in a room and everyone told them they were, they would be like, no, that's not true. Yeah. Everybody in the room is wrong. I'm right. You're all crazy. And, you know, you guys just need to learn how to accommodate <laughs> to my life, right? And you're like, okay, if the whole room is telling you one thing and you're the only one, the only outlier, you're not special, okay? Right. You're not unique, so go sit down in a corner somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then it also brings us, you know, to that conversation of 
we all have a little narcissism in this, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 that's okay because we yeah. that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Yeah, it's just that when you are so far left on that spectrum, mm-hmm. um, to where it actually hurts those different different individuals that you are around, is that's when it becomes a very narcissistic situation, right? Yeah, um, we're all allowed to have our different types of. Um, like my big thing is like we're we're successful women, right? So mm-hmm. you have a sense of confidence in that. You have mm-hmm. a sense of like expectation when it comes mm-hmm. to your next job or your next relationship. And yeah. that's we're allowed to have those different types of boundaries, shall we say. Yeah. It's a form of self protection. Yes. Yeah. You have to you have to have that, you know, in yourself to self love, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's a form of self care, self love, yes. self respect. Okay. Like there, you know, there's certain things that I'm I'm not okay with being okay with. Yeah. And like, I don't want it around I want to look good, you know? I got to get my hair done, right. my nails done. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I want to get yeah. my facials. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can afford it, I want to do it, you know? It doesn't make you, you know, I don't know, a narcissist. It just makes you, like, I like, I'm doing it for myself, right. not anyone else. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah. So, there's nothing bad to be said there. Yeah. But, so now I have a question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dated a narcissist? Or at least you think you have yeah I mean I've dated I feel like I've never dated a full like out of the park narcissist <laughs> out of the, I was gonna say out of the pocket <laughs> out of the pocket <laughs> no like like home run kind of narcissist like they're like all the way out there no I've never I've never dated that kind of man um I've I've known people to be that you know as, as a person who's observing and I've seen it how it you know how it affected their relationships and their and mm-hmm. the people around them I've seen it um but as far as full-blown narcissists I I have dated narcissists but not to that extent um the narcissists that I've um been with are they're they're different kinds and they're different from each other um one of them was a little bit more of like a a quiet like type yeah, of person. more like a uh, subtle in action, passive aggressive narcissist, right? Yeah, or, or they're, they're 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 less assuming. Yeah, exactly. But then you got you know you get caught up in like, well, why am I just doing? Like, why do I have to do everything that you want to do? Like, why does it have to be around like what your likings are, what how you see the world, or you know what I mean? It just oh, he's manipulating you. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's, I mean, Could that's what they do. Become an extension of that person. Right, right, and that's. The, nar- the narcissists are master manipulators, whether it's like a quiet one or an obvious one. So, yeah. Um, and then, like the other narcissist was he 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 basically just created this world of guilt. Mm. He made me feel guilty for not being his problem solver. You know, <laughs> like he had a lot of issues, and I just. You know, he he created this this extreme amount of guilt towards me because I wasn't helping enough. Was he making up these problems? No, he had some things going on, but there's there are things that I I can't fix. It's 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 a personal like issue. Um, but he he created this like sense of responsibility that I had to I had to fix him. You know, mm. like I, it was my, it was my job to fix him, but you need to fix yourself and yeah. only you can do that. So That's true. 
Yeah, so. It's very disturbing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's, you know, I wish him well. I hope he <laughs> uh, <help me laughs> figured it uh, out. I hope he's uh, riding off on that right horse somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's it's still narcissism, even though it's not, like, it wasn't obvious. But, um, yeah, those, that's my story. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, my story, of course, you know, because it's inspired your lovely, <laughs> this lovely episode of The Emotional Con Artist. So, I, I did... To be honest, I didn't even know that person was a narcissist until the second time around. So mm-hmm. let's just dive into that real fast. So it's like I dated this guy. He was really nice. He just came off as just like this very loud, rambunctious guy who just literally he had to be the the guy in the room that everyone was like looking up to and they respected. And it, it was cool, right? You're just like, oh, he's just a big bro. He's cool, whatever. We're having a good time. But he was such a gentleman, right? And I really kind of fell for it. But then also, he had some luggage, some bag, some baggage with him, right? Some luggage. <laughs> some luggage, because he came in with it. He <laughs> came in with Louis Vuitton. <laughs> <laughs> now, girl, I'm going to Louis Vuitton. I don't know that Target special. Target special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so his baggage was eight pieces for $100. <laughs> Right? And they can all fit inside of each other like a little Russian doll. He's a little Russian doll luggage. Wow. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but he did come with baggage, right? Yeah. Because he was married before and he had kids, right? And so the long story short with the story of the t- that he told me was that, you know, he was the victim. You know, the wife and kids are not talking to him. He's a really great guy. He doesn't understand why it's this way. He's been trying and extending and all of France should really get back into their lives. But, you know, they're just being really mean to him and they just do not want want him in their lives. And so I'm like, well, maybe, you know, he's a good guy. Maybe, maybe you know, he's on to something and, you know, I, you know, I, I feel bad for him. And so, you're, you know, so these are stories I'm, I'm listening in on. I'm like, okay, he's my guy. This is what's happening. And then what I started noticing in a relationship was that he always made time for other people. Mm-hmm. But then when it came time for me, it was like he would commit, but then he wouldn't commit all the way, right? right. Let's say, for instance, we're going out to dinner, but then friends are flying into town. Like he'd probably find out that day and he's like, well, I can't have dinner with you. I need to have dinner with these people. And that's, it's like, so be it. And you're just kind of like, okay, cool, whatever. But then he started doing that a lot until one time he actually just kind of vanished. And it was like a whole weekend he just went silent on me. And I'm like, where are you at? Like, what's Mm -hmm. happening to where I'm going stir crazy? And, you know, he comes back like after the weekend about like, oh, I saw your messages, but I was too busy with them. And I just had to make sure they were okay. And I'm so sorry. I couldn't balance both of us. But then, you know, how are you doing? We should get together. And it's like, no, I'm deading this issue. Like, this is this is not how I want to be treated, right? So yeah. I'm like, okay, goodbye. It's like, you know what? You, you may have some issues you need to kind of figure out. This whole dating thing is not good for you. Right. I go live my best life. Two years later, who comes back through the text message world? This lovely human. And he <laughs> comes back and he's love bombing. He has done all the work on himself. He's gone to therapy. He's told me how he's talked to his therapist about me and how he needs to make his life better and how he's going to be this great, outstanding gentleman that I need him to be. And so I'm like, you know what? He He's put in the work. Like, let me, let me give him another try. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I do. Everyone gets a second try. No more. I'm done with that. Don't never do this again in your life. <laughs> so I do do this, and we make all these great plans. And we actually had a trip planned, and I'll never forget. And 
he was he he likes to be the man. So he's like, he had paid for everything. He's going to be doing everything, and I'm just showing up. And then the trip comes, and I'm like, okay, hold on. I know we've gotten everything booked, but you know, where's our plane tickets? Because we need to make sure we we're going to be getting it at the same time because he's going for different locations. So then I call him, and he's like, oh yeah, about that trip. Um, we're not going on that trip anymore. I can't come. And I'm like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, this is like the next day we're going to be going. Right. And he's like, well, I can't go because my nephew needs me. He has to go to basketball practice. And I was like, what the fuck? Are you serious right now? And he's like, yeah, but, you know, I'm really sorry. And I'm like, and he's just dead silent. And I'm like, what? What? And then he's just like, yeah. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I got fucked again. So then I'm like, please don't ever talk to me again. But he's like, well, I will make it better for you. You know, I will send you on your trip and at least you can live your life. And I'm like, cool. Day comes for me to leave. I reach out to him. Nothing. No ticket. No, no ticket. No text message. No phone call. No nothing. And I'm just like, What? I'm living my best life. You come back in and you're just making all these great fairy. Like, so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to add a little more details to your story. Cause I, I could feel like you're just so, you get frustrated just even Ugh. like, yeah. But before that, I remember you telling me, you know, like he came back, he, he went to therapy and he was actually doing the thing. Like he was no, no. coming to see you. No, yeah. He, he did was, the love bombing. He was completely, um, like there like he was the no, man that he you, was the man yeah and he then did good and then all the way up until like literally the day before yeah like, he just is what he was like he was totally again he was an emotional con artist he was conning your heart to get what you course. want i mean to get what he wants oh, yes he did 100 percent. yeah and you know doing these little dinners and having these good conversations like long-term conversations and all that yeah. just to con and just Drop you like you know, like 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 you didn't, like you didn't do anything for him, which you did. You gave him your time, you gave him your attention, you gave him yeah. support when he needed it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's just yeah. it blows my mind. So yeah. what I did after that was, I was like, you know what? He's a narcissist. He's a hot damn mess. Let me let me just. I bet you he. If I call him right now, he's pick up his phone. And it was like a month later. And I remember I messaged him. And I was like, oh, I need something done. And he immediately messaged me back. Oh, hey, how are you doing? Of course I'll get I'll, I'll, I'll fix that for you. What do you, what do you mean? Why, why well, won't you trust he, me? Well, because he broke it, too. Like yeah, he, he, he did. He broke yeah. the chair. Yeah. And so he was like, of course, I'm going to fix it. And he said, like, why would I never fix anything for you? And I'm like, did you not realize <laughs> what just transpired a month ago? But mm-hmm. also, this comes to a realization that narcissists live in their own fantasy world. Like, nothing ever really existed. Yeah. Um, like, they do no wrong. They, no. They truly believe. Believe they don't do wrong. anything But then it's like he has no concept of anything. Like, it's like, what? What are you talking about? And then yeah. you're just like, my guy, like, you're the same person mm-hmm. who literally just came in my life and shook it all up and then decided you got what you needed and then just went to go leave on out. Mm-hmm. You're just a hot mess. Right. A hot mess. Yeah. And the thing with some of these narcissists, too, especially ones like the one you described, is that they feel that they they don't even get hurt like you can drop them like a fly and it's like not like it didn't even bother them it's like no sweat off of them because they they feel that they were okay that they they had every reason like they their reasons were valid and it made sense to them and they're anybody they feel like other people will be acceptive of that 
Of course. Yeah. And then the arrogance of it, right? Right. Yeah. And and I also have, I, I kind of realized that he had a had a sense of he had to have a sense of control, right? Mm-hmm. And his whole dynamic that was surrounding him and the situation was basically that he's controlling, right? You've, right. He's got his nephews depending on him. He's got his sister depending on him. Mm-hmm. So he's having a pseudo family with his sister. <laughs> As opposed to his real family because yeah. they're not there and mm-hmm. he is just like, oh, this is my my fun family. And I'm like, what are you fucking your sister? Like, what's happening here? This makes no oh, sense. <laughs> but this is what's happening in that moment. And But to him, it's great because all these people are depending on him and he's needed. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I guess when you feel like you're not, they're not really needed, they just go off and do their own they, thing. Yeah, they create this like word, yeah. world of like, well, everyone needs me. No one needs you. Yeah. <laughs> You don't even need you. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but that's sad. But we should talk about the traits of narcissism, though. So, like, yeah. you literally kind of pinpoint some of those traits mm-hmm. in that story of mine mm-hmm. um, with that individual. Um, but I, I, I think the main one, I, I think out of, out of all the traits that we have listed, I think one of the biggest ones is really that's extreme self-absorption. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just a me, me, me world out there. It's a me, me, me world, yeah. Everything mm-hmm. revolves around that individual. Mm-hmm. And then when, when you're that self-absorbed, then it it creates, like, little things that that follow that. You know, like, you yeah. start to see that the narcissists, ha- you know, they have a constant change of friends or, like, a lot of friends, you know, because they need the love from everybody and they want to— they want to show like how like what a showman they are and yeah. how accommodating. It's a revolving door of for friends. sure. Yeah, but it's also because they're basically utilizing these friends to get to where they need to be, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're not going to be friends with you if there's nothing that you can provide for them. Yeah, if you can't provide them with anything, even good. even like a compliment is a pr- is something that they're it's being provided to them. So a compliment a minute, like you know what I mean? Like if if you're there for the minute, then you've served your purpose. Yeah, <laughs> or that, or they're making these moves in their careers, and they're trying to do this. Right. And if you got mm-hmm. the right connections with the right person, they're going to mm-hmm. utilize you, drop you, find that next person, and they're just basically stepping on everyone until they get to the top of what they need. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you also have the arrogance, which I think we, we really hit on that. Yeah. Um, I can tell the other story about the friendship version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about friendship. Let's talk about friendship and narcissism. Okay. Yeah. I had a friend and she's she was a really nice girl. I had a friend mm-hmm. for a brief span of time. Um, I'm super sorry I got out of that relationship because she was a little certifiable crazy. <laughs> a um, little. <laughs> she she yeah, she was one of those people that was super self-absorbed. Like she really thought the whole world evolved around her. Um the reason why we actually connected was because we're in New York City and it's all fashion, right? Your fashion week, you're doing these, you're going to parties and and you start connecting with other girls who vibe the same way that you vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going out to great restaurants, you're eating good and you're just having a good time. And I met her when we were doing a show together and like now she's doing her whole reality thing. But the <laughs> crazy thing is like, I started realizing she would just drop little nuggets here and there, right? To where it would be like everything, like all the conversations for some odd reason had to always circle back to her. So let's say, for instance, I was like, you know what? I went to, I went skiing in Mammoth and I met like, I don't know, some famous person. And she's like, oh my God, I didn't go skiing in Mammoth, but I met that famous person at this party and da 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 da. And you're like, okay, you don't, we don't relate on everything, but she always finds a way to make herself relatable to it. Mm -hmm. And then it always goes back to her looks too, because she wants, she wanted to be a model at the time. And 
still does. But <laughs> at five foot seven, which we both are, <laughs> and if we're not Kate Moss, we're not making it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but long story short, we went to this this event and we were all dressed up, right? Because it's a fashion event. You got you to gotta wear the best thing, right? And we looked really great. And she had a beautiful dress on. Everyone looked gorgeous. And I'll never forget, we were all in a circle. <laughs> and some somebody said to her, oh, I really like your dress. And all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, stop it. I'm so sick of people looking at me for my appearance and my appearance only. Like, I'm more than just beauty. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? No one said anything about what you looked like. Just like, we like your dress. And then she started getting emotional and she was going to start crying. And I was like, she just made up her own conversation in her own little world. Like, what world is she in? And then she literally just like stuck on it. And she's like, I'm just so sick and tired of it. And I was just like, what is wrong with this girl? I don't, I was like, how do we become friends? Like, this is not right, you know? <laughs> and then I started realizing too, and we would go out and, you know, you talk to guys and a guy's not talking to her and she feels like it's, it's the end of the world and you, like she wants to leave because she's not the guy, the guy's not specifically talking to her. And I'm like, listen, like, no one cares about this. Let's just keep moving on. But it always had to go back to her. And yeah. it was always about her looks that she thought everyone was looking at and no one was looking at it and her false It's so hard sense. being this beautiful. Yes, and her false sense of reality. <laughs> and I was just like, Jesus, we're going to pray for you. And so then I realized I just could not be her friend um, after yeah. that. I was too smart for that because I was just like, what What? What did I just witness? And, she, and then I just started, it started adding up after a while and you're like, I don't need this type of friend in my life, you know. And yeah. but then you also kind of understood too that she's probably utilizing you because, you know, I knew certain people and she needed certain things and it's all about what's the next best thing. And, right. And you when you become when you realize that you're just kind of like, you mm-hmm. know what? I'm okay with being your associate, but you're like you're crazy though. Like I don't yeah. want to have you associating with my friends and right. and this is what's going to happen. They're mm-hmm. like, "Trisha, what did you bring around us?" I'm like, "I don't know." I don't even know who she is either. Like, she was... She's made for reality TV. She really is made for reality TV. That's all it is, is a lot of fun narcissism. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't know if you had any friends that are also fits in that bucket. Not that certifiable crazy. (laughs) I haven't seen that. But, I mean, I've I've been around friends or people that have um, that self-centered, you know, mentality. and And they don't even know it, which is really funny. I'm like, you... but. Like, you really are they, reacting. Do they, do they think they don't know? They don't... Well, no. You're right. I'll rephrase that. They don't believe that there's anything um, wrong with how they're reacting mm. <laughs> to, um, you know, any kind of situation that makes them uncomfortable. You know, sometimes you just got to sit in the mud for a little bit and and mm. kind of, you know, rally with everybody. And, you know, the these they're not... They're not made for these muddy waters. They can't track. They they sink. <laughs> well, those muddy waters, that sounds like, what is that thing? Like, it's a, one of those things, like, when you sink to the bottom, like, you're in the swamp thing. I forget what you call it. Oh, that. like a, like a, sand, like a. That sink, like, I don't know. Whatever. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm like playing. It's like that. A, you know living in the quicksand. Like, yes. I'm like, I'm thinking sand dune. I was like, it's not sand dune. It's no, something. Yes, quicksand. Quicksand. Yes. Basically, that's what they're in. <laughs> right. They just they can't, they can't, they can't stomach it. No, they can't. But you still gotta tell us about the individual, your one friend who always knew that he was beautiful. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about him. Um, yeah. Man, that's a shame. I, you know, it's like a shame. <laughs> 
It really is because I like I, I really thought I knew I knew the guy. You know what I mean? And it turns out no, like he he was he was pretty narcissist. I mean, he, it's it was very clear that um, he did no wrong. Oh, he had said something like, um, you know, I know I know for a fact that like I've gotten through life and I've gotten you know where I've been like, where I've gotten in my life, you know, being able to party with celebrities and do it because of my looks. Like, I mean, I got a job because of my looks. I got this because of my looks. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like, you know me. I wasn't that smart. And I'm like, he's like, but it's because of my looks. Like, everybody just wants to hang out with me because I'm, you know, I'm... He seems like a lovely person to hang out uh, with. I can't believe you guys were friends. Like, oh, we should all be friends. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> it, you know what? I've known him for a long time and I think we never, I, we never, he never got that real. I think... He, Low key, like you could always be a narcissist, but then you start like, n- like nurturing the narcissism because you're like, ooh, this works, you know. And I think that's what happened with him. Yeah, see, like he doesn't have a disorder; he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he just sounds. But it like was that. also learned behavior. You know oh, what from I mean? his parents, right? Yeah, that, his parents. I'm sure, like many people, you know. You're so beautiful that you get everything. Yeah, you want. and and people would validate it. Like he'd find people to validate that for who him. Is, and I'm like, who are these humans? You know, he's, he's, you know, when you're, when you're fishing for compliments, you're going to find them. Of course. Cause then you, you know? surround yourself with all the people that's going to tell you what you want to hear yeah. all the time. Yeah. And that's how you pick and choose your friends. Yeah. But I was just like blown away. I'm like, you're, you're really a, like, you're saying this with your mouth. You're admitting to this. He's vomiting at the mouth. With yeah. And I'm like, all okay. These terrible words. Well, I know where, where your mind's at and what your intentions are. I just hope that he never ages or, you know, he doesn't lose those looks because I don't think he has anything else going for him from what he keeps telling everyone because he's only gotten everything because of his looks. And if anything needs his brains or anything, I don't else. know if he's telling everyone that or if I, I just, you know, I seem, I, so for some people, for some reason, people just think that I'm a tellable person. Like, people can tell me things and I'm like, that's what you want to tell me. <laughs> That's what you want to admit. They told you that in private until you get a podcast. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> then you also have those that are very envious. He's definitely not listening because we ain't friends anymore. Well, because so. he can't utilize you for the great things that he needs anyway. He still um, is that type of person. He needs, he needs Jesus and then some because, yeah, that's that's... That that uh, what what's it called the uh disorder <laughs> personality disorders on another level. Oh, he's got multiple personalities. Yeah, God bless. That's his okay. Soul. I I wish him well. Honestly, he's he he used to be a good person. He used to be happened. a good person. Oh, he could he can get there hopefully one day. I won't be around for that, but no no yeah. no no. We we don't need to be yeah. there for everything else. Yeah no yeah no no. Which brings me to my other story about this other guy I dated. A Mountaineer friend. Oh my God! Yes, Mountaineer. Yes. Mountaineer. Yeah. We did mention him on one of our. our we I think did. Our, our first or second podcast. I have no idea. Yeah. But he is actually an emotional car artist. So he's on the flip side of the narcissism side, where he's not that egotistical one. He's not the loudest person in the room. He's actually the most introverted, quiet, most passive aggressive. Not in like a. He's not passive aggressive like in a bad way, but just. Very passive in his actions and very laid back to where nothing mm-hmm. seems to rattle his mm-hmm. soul. And, I, and that was why I was attracted to him because I was like, well, you know, he's introverted. I'm extroverted. I'm super loud. We can kind of make this work, you know. And nothing really rattled him. So everything he was cool about. Like, he was a really great guy. Like, he he made all the plans. We would go to amazing restaurants. He would just make 
great vacations and like we went to a spa. We would do all these great things together to where, you know, you're introducing him to your friends and you're like, and this is going to be the next level, right? Because he's just such a great person. But then with this type of narcissist is that you never know when there's trouble in paradise because they never, ever tell you anything, really. Right. You know, not unless something may trigger that person to tell you small details about the past that probably has triggered them, you would never know until it really boils over and then it's just over. I would interrupt you because when they do tell you the problem or they tell you something, whatever, they either use it for blaming someone else or they use it to show a victory story. Oh, that's fact. Because (laughs) he was always blaming his Mm ex-wife about how... She was just mean to him. So he was, so he's a little, he's victim-y, right? Mm-hmm. Every, everyone's always mean, you know? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he now he's the victor because now he's out of it and he's the better version of himself. And you're like, okay. But then you're like, but he wouldn't divulge too much, but just enough, you know, little things. But then you're also kind of like, did he not really resolve what was happening with that? I don't think he really got over it. But then, you know, but neither here nor there because he wouldn't talk too much into it. But you're like, well, everything's going good here, so I don't have to worry about that past. Fast forward. We're in this. couple months in. We're having a great time. And he goes skiing because he loves skiing. (laughs) And I'm waiting for him to come back skiing because I'm like, I'm going to cook dinner. We're like, we're super excited. Nothing is different than any other day. Just, you know, we're dating. Until he falls off the radar. And I'm like, where are you at? Like, I'm going to cook dinner when you're coming home. Da, da, da. This guy never says anything. Like, he just goes, he just literally just goes dead silent for like 24 hours. And I'm like, what? Did he die? You know, you know we had this episode before. <laughs> yeah. Did he die? Did he die? <laughs> and then he didn't die. And then he sends me this long text <laughs> message, this bitch. And he goes in to tell me how this mountain air has him thinking <laughs> um, about his life and his future and the things that he wants in life and that this just wasn't it and he doesn't want to do this anymore. And I was like, does this bitch just break up with me with mountain air story and he's got <laughs> lack of oxygen to his brain? And he's just like, yeah, and I'm sorry. We're going to break up and I'm going to go skiing with my sister across the country. <laughs> This. I was like, who has my voodoo doll with my name on it? And they're doing bad things to me. <laughs> with your with their sister. Right? With his sister. So and weird. he never said anything after that. Then he comes back two months later. Mm-hmm. This time he's a different narcissist because now he's happy. I guess he got all that ski out of it. So in theme with uh, Halloween, the ghost coming back from the dead. Right? <laughs> and so he's super happy. Now he's coming in. He is love bombing. He's gaslighting. He is just super excited. Like, oh, he's, let's go out. Tanisha, I'm a different person. Men just say, I don't, oh, I don't even know anymore. They get on my nerves. But he's saying all the right things, and you really believe in these things because he's out whining and dining, and he's turning up different. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, he's really changing. Same me. Uh, Lord Jesus, I was special. I don't know why. And then, of course, then I start seeing the same patterns from the last time because then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, is he, like, as like, is he kind of, like, I don't know, moving back a little bit? I don't know what's happening. Once again, it's supposed to be cooking dinner. And then he's like, I'm like, you're coming for dinner? And he's like, no. I call him on the phone and he's like, oh, about this. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I got some more of that mountain air. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, wait a minute. I was like, fool me once. 
shame on me. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And he's like, I can't. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I was like, you, I, I was like, you know what? Go find Jesus because you're fucked up in the head <laughs> and just stop this situation. <sighs> I was like, I don't know what your problem is. I can't deal with this anymore. Just like whatever. And so yeah. I actually didn't tell my friends about that. So now they're going to be like, Trisha, you actually did that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. So fast forward a year later, who pops up in my Instagram? No way. Mountaineer man wants to be Instagram friends so he can start chatting with me and I'm like he doesn't even know he's not smart you can just chat with somebody anyway <laughs> not being their friends so yeah that was my yeah I, I mean what's what did it say like yeah. narcissists they don't really change they're no. usually pretty stay the same no. and they he's much, probably like using like he, he was using you really as an emotional crutch for whatever totally. situation like that he was exploiting like the, the fact that like you're you're, you know, a good person. Like you, just you're there. You're, 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 sta- you're stable. You know, he probably has so much instability in his mind, and he's trying to make up for it. And he's like not valuing anything. No, yeah, he's not. Yeah, and he's like he has, and again, like another trait is like just lack of empathy. Like he really didn't. No. Get, like to keep coming back and forth like there's no like there's you're, no you're point not in sorry. that yeah. you're not sorry yeah. you're, you're playing this tug of war with someone's heart mm-hmm. and their mind right? and you're you know tell them what they want to hear just because mm-hmm. it makes you feel good and you're going to get out of it what you need and then as soon as you do you just mm-hmm. you know eject yourself out of the, re- yeah. the relationship but it's just not nice no you know not. but you know I always say you live and you learn Um, so I didn't learn from it I did I'm never doing that second thing ever again. <laughs> I've picked up on these traits. Yeah. And now I'm just like, I'm just going to be with myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, it's, it's hard. Once once you, I feel like once you like meet a narcissist, you can't miss them, right? Like you, no. those, those, those cues come up real quick. And if you haven't and you're probably in a relationship and you're wondering, mm-hmm. just really, really listen to those conversations because if they start sounding one-sided. Yeah. Or they're envious. That's another trait, too, mm-hmm. when they, when you can sense, a, like, some envy mm-hmm. in you. And, and, and what's weird, because I had this problem with one of the narcissists, is that I, you know, I felt like he was envious of me like how can you be envious of your partner like if your your partner is your partner like you know there's I have traits that you can't have and you have traits that I can't have like that's typical in but, a relationship but then again he was like envious of me for some reason because your successes and because you're not dependent on him he needs to have control. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. That is complete mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. If you are out succeeding this individual who probably thinks of, themse- mm-hmm. of himself as the man of the household who provides and does all this and this and this, and you're just living your best life, and he's like, oh, but she's making more money, or she's doing X, Y, and Z, you would think he should be, it, he, he should be actually putting you on a pedestal, like, oh my God, my girl's doing this. I'm super excited because... It's a 50-50, but to him, it's like, how dare she out-succeed me? Yeah. How dare she have these type of relationships yeah. and be happy? And he is not, mm-hmm. you know? it's Yeah, and I've seen that not only with myself, but in other, like, other relationships, like, outside of myself, like, you know, friends, that there was, like, that similar trait of, like, they'll never, like, out-blatantly say that they're jealous or envious, but you can, like, in hindsight, once you're out of it, you're like, wow, like, he really was jealous like uh, you know in, in in even in arguments it's like he would point out all the things that I've like accomplished and like throw them in my face like I've like I like I didn't deserve it 
That's you know, bizarre. and I've seen that in other like that same quality in other people that are that are narcissists. Yeah, that was that's always that was that was a big shocking moment for me. Yeah, because I never felt like I've never felt envious of anybody I've dated in terms of like why would their you? successes or their accomplishments. I was like so proud, you know, and I was like yeah. really proud of them. I was like, oh my gosh, like. That's my man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what you. That's how we're supposed to be. Right. You're, you're supposed to be like you're icing on your cake, right? You bring mm-hmm. what you bring to the table. He brings what he brings to the table. Then you want to elevate each other, right? Yeah, yeah. And if he's, yeah, if he's undermining that, that that's not a relationship. He's in a competition, and he mm-hmm. just needs to go find a, a competitive friend to be with and not yeah. a girlfriend. Right. Like, I, I mean, geez, if you're, like, arguing about, like, who who's better? Like that's such I don't know. It's yeah, it's no. just so weird. That's very disturbing. It is. I'm happy you're out of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Me too. That's long gone. I'm happy we're at all this stupid stuff. But you know, yeah. it makes for great content. Major detox. <laughs> oh yeah. The I, I the I saved some of those traumas for this <laughs> for these. I like to think God put us through podcasts. those God put us through these traumas because he's like, one day you're gonna have to share in this, and sharing mm. is caring. People will learn. They will <laughs> learn from you. So with that being said, what yeah. did they learn today? Like, what did we tell them? I I, I think in conclusion, though, um, what did we learn? So in relationships, oh, it's like you, I think you said before, it's important to be aware of the signs of narcissism and and set healthy boundaries, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it it does make sense to make sure that that person is not sucking the life out of you and making you feel less than the person that you really are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that toxic relationship. You know, I've said it many times before but you don't know when you're in it until you're in it and it's just really important to be self-aware and just stay true to like your your boundaries and stay true to your what you're looking for because if you get off track that's when you get lost into somebody else's like manipulation and narcissists are master manipulators so yeah they're pretty dangerous and they can hold you back for a really long time and then the recovery after getting out of a narcissistic relationship is brutal it's so brutal because you carry you continuously carry a guilt for some reason and that's really hard to shake off if you're not if you've gotten too deep into it yeah Oh, that's a good way to end the episode. Yeah. Just make sure you're being heard mm-hmm. and get out of it. It's yes. not worth it. They will never change. Yeah. And don't go back. No. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I think we've told you enough. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to me. I've gone back and I'm never doing it again. <laughs> I know. All right. With that being said, I think we're done. Yeah. That was great. All righty. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>